1: Want to learn more? Go to shamelesssex.com. And for
0: 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use code shamelesssex at purepleasureshop.com.
2: You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our
0: sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Well, hello, everyone.
1: Hi, everybody.
0: We're back in action. Guess what is happening right at this moment, Chip? Legend
1: has a ball in his mouth.
0: No, because we're not with him. We're in Costa Rica.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. But we are recording this. But I'm sure he has a ball in his mouth. This is the future
0: right now. He probably does. He's sitting at the door waiting for you and missing you, and so is my animal. Yes, we are recording this intro ahead of time uh, because we are in Costa Rica as we speak if all all goes well. And so... Thank you to all of our lovely listeners that are at home and are like, fuck you guys, I want to be in the sun and just know that, um, someday maybe we'll be able to be united and be together and be more free, but, uh, we need a little shameless sex vacation. It's time. This episode is with Rain De Grey. She was on our podcast before, and she's a phenomenal speaker. She's taught at my shop that I own. My mom, uh, my mom and I still own PurePleasureShop.com online, where you can find all of your lovely sex toys. Uh, with fifteen percent off coupon code Shameless Sex, you get fifteen percent off. Why well, I just said that, so I, you know what I mean. Um,
1: you know it, it now.
0: Now it's ingrained. And Rain also has an online class in there, which is about strap on sex. But we have her here for free to talk to you all and teach you all about strap on sex because she loves strap on sex. Okay, I, I, and I quote her, not word for word. She's. I remember teaching a class saying, "I don't even need a gym membership. I just have strap on sex with a lot of thrusting, and look at these abs."
1: So- Wasn't there? There's a statistic out there that. When you have 20 minutes of sex, you burn like 500 calories. Obviously, Uh, but you have to be active, active. you can't just be laying there. Yeah, not the starfish sex, no, it's the the... actual active sex. Yeah, that makes sense with a strap on, burning that calorie. Uh, every second mm-hmm. that you're moving your With hips that, around that hip thrusting motion it's too, you. which
0: you'll we'll talk about more about the movement the positions sex toy recommendations also who's doing it right a lot of people think of strap-on sex as happening you know one way it's just you know two vulva owners or maybe people only think it's people doing uh, pegging so you'll learn a lot more here uh, and she's phenomenal but before we dive in i really want to read a iTunes review. This is
1: something that I don't even know. She Amy hasn't heard hasn't, it yet. Uh, Amy hasn't read it yet.
0: It, it's pretty. I, I love everything about it, except they only gave us four stars. But I still <laughs> love it. What? About. What? Four stars? It's four out of five. Okay. We can't win them all. But this is what they said. Love this podcast. But I think you should have an episode where you both go online and find sex stories or questions and talk about what they should be done or should do. I recommend a wiki how interesting. I mean, we do sex. work, But anyways, this is the interesting part. Also, you could have an episode where you both have sex together on mic (laughs) and describe how it feels and how it tastes and what you are doing or you have sex with each other, but you use videotape. You videotape it and you put it on YouTube with the link below the podcast.
1: Please do these. Thank you. Well, first of all, we kicked off of YouTube. Second of all, I don't remember the last time I had a tape. In my hands, we could digitally oh use it. Uh, I was waiting for the sex with each other part. I was waiting for that. You I was knew, like, oh, you knew, it's coming. You knew. Well, dude, hey, maybe that could have happened if you would have given us five stars. Oh, but the four burn. stars get you nothing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well said. Oh, my God. that was That's good, though. I like well, that they, they boldly asked for that. And, um,
1: <laughs> I want to encourage all of you listening right now, go ahead. Go on iTunes. Give us a five stars. Maybe we'll have
0: sex with each other. Maybe. We'll,
1: <laughs> maybe. <laughs> although that would be incestuous to me because you're like, my sister. I know. Yeah. Oh, my God. And I think that we, well, Amy reads all of the reviews and then she tells me the ones to read. And sometimes I go in and start reading them, but I get very sensitive. She's sensitive. I'll start crying. So if you want to make me laugh and not cry, go. That go one,
0: that get one made me laugh. I would prefer five five stars, but that one made made me me laugh laugh too. But, and I also don't know about going to wiki. How, I mean, just so this listener knows we get a million sex stories and questions over exaggeration, but we, and we answer them, but we don't have time to answer. We literally get them like multiple times. Well, there are also
1: a lot that are very similar to each other. So a lot of times, if you are new to the podcast and you write us a question,
0: we've answered it. We've answered it. We
1: try to, and there is some diligence that goes Mm. into what we answer. And so you can kind of scroll back on our website and look at some of the sex questions that we've answered as well. And you can sign up for our newsletter and you get 50 hot spicy sex tips because that's a huge question. How do I spice up my relationship?
0: Yeah, that's that's common. Or how do I do anal sex? Or I can't orgasm. I have a hard time orgasming in partnership. Or I don't feel desire. How do I make my wife orgasm? (laughs) These are all uh, very common. Or sexless marriage. And we've talked about them a lot. It's not that we won't answer them again. And It's not that you shouldn't write us this. But we're probably not going to go on wiki how and do this. We're going to actually do it with the different guests and speakers that can speak on to it. And um, just, uh, yeah, just also just just like that they want to know how, just for us to have sex and see how it tastes.
1: So. They <laughs> say taste and smells? No, no. <laughs> that would oh, be yes, even better. Said taste.
0: Yeah, I want to, they want to describe it. Describe how it feels and tastes and what we're doing. And please videotape it. Um, how and, would
1: you describe sex tasting? I don't...
0: All right, everyone. This is how April tastes. Tastes like peaches, but not just peaches. Like fresh peaches, but with some cream on top. Right
1: off the Georgia tree. <laughs> like I was pulled off the Georgia tree. It's delicious. You all should try it. I was gonna go with a nice like cheese curd taste. <laughs> she tastes like a nice piece of Wisconsin cheese.
0: Says the girl from Wisconsin. Amy tastes oh. like
1: the ocean, Ooh. salty and and seaweedy, <laughs> like nori. <laughs>
0: oh my god no well no some sushi fans want to taste me someone i mean yeah whatever (laughs) all right um (laughs) anyways we have uh we're gonna read a bio and dive on into this podcast this uh, again we said with rain de she's phenomenal you're going to love it um and before we do oh we have a sex question as well um i would like to also talk about omg yes what does it stand for chip Oh my God,
1: yes. Oh, I
0: like the way you said it. Oh my God. <laughs> OMG, yes is an online program that is research based. What research-based. They've studied with thousands upon thousands of women, right? Vulva owners?
1: 20,000 women between Fuck. the ages of 18 and 95.
0: I am. To figure out what kind of pleasure they're having, how they have their orgasms, and then they narrow it down these categories. The first season is all about external vulva pleasure. Season two is all about internal vulva pleasure. And it's very tasteful videos that show you different techniques that you can Try whether you're having great orgasms, you want to enhance your orgasms, whether you want to pleasure you're not having orgasms, whether you want pleasure of vulva, etc.
1: Well, it's also for women, men, couples, penis owners, vulva owners. So anyone out there can benefit from omgs.com. Think about I think like putting more tools in your toolkit. I know I have hammers and nails, but do I have the amazing ability to know what hinting is Ooh. or what layering is? Ooh. Ooh. What about shallowing, Amy?
0: Ooh. Maybe this could be for a YouTube video.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Staying in. So you can Ooh, learn- I love shallowing, though. I love sh- I'm a shallower. Uh, so yeah. go to omgs.com. Slash shameless. Yeah. And you'll save five bones. That's biggity, biggity bones. That's also dollars. dollars. <laughs> U.S. dollars. How many rupees? I don't know.
0: <laughs> (laughs) Go check it out and uh, you will know why a lot of my clients and our listeners and and April and I have uh, learned a lot. It's changed our lives. All right. Next question. Since I was young, I've always been really into wearing men's thongs. I believe this is from a penis owner, by the way. These have always been the ones specifically made for men with relatively good coverage. But just recently, however, I have found that I'm really fantasizing about wearing women's panties, especially the really feminine ones. I want to explore this more and really want to involve my wife, but I'm very hesitant to do so. She knows about my thongs and is more than accepting of them, but I'm worried that the next step will be too much. How do I tell her about this and how can I get her involved? I want it to be playful and naughty, but can't help feeling that it would be embarrassing for both of us. Yeah. We've answered a question somewhat similar, but I think the person that we answered the question was completely closeted where they had this lingerie fetish and yeah. their partner didn't know about it. I think it was a penis over owner with a vulva owning partner. And so that was more like, how do we even have this initial conversation? This person though, you're already in the door. You're the one foot in the door. Your partner knows that you like to wear thongs. Yeah. They're men's thongs, but it's already something that, you know, it's not boxer briefs. Maybe it's outside of the norm of, you know, what like most penis owning humans might wear. Um, and so they know about that piece. So I just, I think just, you're just expanding on a conversation that's already there.
1: Well, it sounds like you want something more feminine. So lacier and sexier Yeah, and that because men's thongs aren't that they're they're sporty usually they look a lot more I mean, I've been to plenty of strip clubs with men. Oh, you love Baster strip clubs. Uh, April is their
0: be- the best. If you're a stripper, you want her at your table. She, she gives you all the dollars. I
1: I do, and we have both before done that in New, New Orleans. We came out like seven hours later, and I was like, I got my phone. Fa- my phone. You lost your phone. We
0: lost a lot of money. Yeah, not a lost. Lot. So we gave it away.
1: I mean, we did. We gave. We did. We it. gave our souls away. Yeah, I'm like, we just we were supporting her college fund. Yeah, that's good. Uh, but what I'm saying is, we've been in lots of shops as well that have. Uh, like men's thongs and they're never that feminine, but I'm sure there's lots of really beautiful options online if you could search. And I think what Amy was saying, it's obviously the shame in it. The, that's the thing you you are scared to bring this up because you don't want it, her to feel like it's too much but
0: you, again you have that one foot in the door because you're already wearing these thongs. you've been doing it for a while they come they're completely accepting that's fucking awesome so it, i my conversation around that with my partner if i were you would be more like hey you know how i like to do this well i've been thinking and fantasizing about how i might like to expand that a little bit more and here's what i've been thinking about you know i know i like wearing thongs but i have been thinking about wearing more feminine things like with some lace and all these. It's just, there's something about that that feels hot or erotic or sexy to me. Would you be open to either, you know, me trying that on my own or us trying that together and you witnessing me in that? Um, And it's always a risk having these conversations because your partner might be like, no, but I highly doubt this partner is if they're really supportive over this other exploration um, and I, and I, I mean, I don't have all the answers, but really, it just seems like a conversation taking some risks and just talking. I mean, speaking That's what's true.
1: The playful and naughty piece was essential because he said, "I want it to be playful and naughty." So you could do a playful and naughty thing where it's like fun and it's it's it has it doesn't have this like deep sensual intense experience you kind of make it playful and fun come yeah. out and do a little like a, a, little, a, little, a little little dance, dance well, and, the, and, and the
0: naughty piece is that there already is a little bit of fear around it right so I think even even aside our dogs are going crazy right now even aside from you know your, your partner being like I fully accept it there still is a little bit of taboo around it so I think no matter what it might feel how, like it has this naughtiness but yeah I like what you're saying if we kind of play into that like here I am exposing yeah. myself maybe you want them to shame you but like but consensually too. Like, oh my God, I can't believe you're wearing those lace underwear.
1: Or maybe you want to feel sexy and be like, you look amazing.
0: But but actually, you look amazing. Take them off right now, but slowly and do a strip tease for me. Or maybe you want to pull those panties to the
1: side and do a little... The low job action. Oh. Slipping the panties to the set, uh,
0: Or maybe some anal. Just kidding. Okay, we're taking it real far. That's right. beyond what the question are is. You,
1: are you ready for a bio? I think that was a good, I think that's some good advice. And, and you it's do always you. about the conversation. You're that, fucking awesome. I yeah. Love,
0: I love you. And I love you. I think you your partner it. is awesome for being super down with your thongs too. So let's expand that.
1: All right. Bio time, Miss Amy, Mm -hmm. Marie, Mm -hmm. Baldwin, Mm -hmm. social security number. (laughs) Rain de Grey is an international educator, writer, presenter, podcaster, and performer that has been writing articles and teaching classes focusing on kink, relationships, and sex education since 2009. Her work has been featured in places such as Playboy TV, Seattle Erotic Arts Festival, the SF Fetish Ball, and more. And in 2017, she was named the dirtiest mouth in San Francisco upon winning the Dirty Talk Game Show at Dark Odyssey. To learn more, visit com. But first... Did you know
0: you spend one-third of your life sleeping? That's a lot of time to not be totally in love with your sheets. It's time to check out Linen They make luxurious sheets in a variety of colors, patterns, and materials that will fit your style and feel so soft, silky, and sexy. You'll want to spend half of your life between the sheets. So say bye-bye to scratchy, uncomfortable, and not-so-soft sheets and say hello to Brooklinen because with every wash, they get softer and softer.
1: Brooklinen has over 50,000 five star reviews and counting. They are so confident you will love their products, they even offer a 365 day money back guarantee. The time to love your sheets is now. So go to brooklinen.com and use promo code shameless to get $25 off when you spend $100 or more plus free shipping. That's B R O O K L I N E N.com and enter code shameless to get $25 off when you spend $100 or more plus free shipping brooklinen.com and use promo code shameless at checkout and now it's showtime
0: all right everyone it is interview time we are with repeat guest rain de gray and you've already heard us talk about the intro actually because we already recorded the intro which we don't usually do in this order of operations but we're going to costa rica when this will be released uh and i absolutely love rain i've known rain for probably over 10 years now rain yeah i just dated us Uh, and um this topic is Perfect. I mean, Rain is a phenomenal sex educator, probably could speak on pretty much any topic around sexuality. And I have actually seen Rain live using a strap on in a <laughs> sex ed workshop. So I know that Rain can talk about this for all the orifices. So but before we dive into strap on sex, Rain, let's start with the question. Tell us how you got to where you are today in the field of sexuality.
2: Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nature versus nurture, right? Um, I truly believe that, uh, I, I, I mean, my parents didn't have any stigma around sex. They were, I would say that they were more neutral. It, uh, they were very much into spirituality and sex. I can't say was something that was a huge focus of their lives. But at the same time, they never raised me with baggage around sexuality. It was never this is something bad or dirty or naughty. Uh, that certainly helped. Um, and I've I've used this story before. Unfortunately, you said that you know you dated us. I've had to drop this story out of um, my classes because nobody has heard who Robert Crumb is anymore. He's still alive. He's still around. He's still making art. But. People do no, no longer know Robert Crumb as a cultural reference, and I really was into comics at a young age, and I had seen some Mr Natural comics that my you know parents' hippie friends had had and at a young age younger than the age of of eighteen, I had ordered a, just randomly I had filled out these. It was one of those, remember when they used to have like music clubs or like the first 10 are free and then, you know, you get hooked and you want more CDs or books or comics. And they were offering to send out some free comics. And I don't remember the other comics I got, but I very specifically at at distinctly under the age of 18, got this comic that featured a threesome with a pre-op transsexual woman. And it blew my little mind. I I was astounded at what a woman could do with a dick where she still looked like a woman and presented like a woman, but had this whole added extra thing. And I was like, it, it, it stuck in my mind. I believe I would always be as vigorously sex positive as I am. I don't know that I may have had such a strong focus on strap on play if I hadn't randomly ordered some comics while living in a hippie commune and, 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 and those, I, I based those three comics and the other two obviously didn't make an impact on me. They were, you know, erotic uh, graphic novels. Um, But I based it on the art Mm -hmm. and that just, that was why I chose that box. And I was never able to get the idea of strap on play out of my mind. And it just, it Burrowed its way in there, and I've been carrying it since very tender teen years. And it's a key component of my sexuality. But I don't know if I hadn't ordered that comic. I certainly would still probably be a sex educator. Uh, For me, there's a huge spiritual and uh, very positive and healing aspect for sexuality. And One of the key components that I do with my education is doing my utmost to battle against the fear and the guilt and the shame that that people have attached to their sexuality. And when you teach a class and someone comes up after the class and hugs you and their eyes are glistening and they walk out a little straighter and they thank you, and you know that you've helped someone, you've legitimately helped someone. Maybe because I ordered a dirty comic when I was fourteen, <laughs> because I liked the art, and I'm like, I want to put my dick in things, and now people are crying in my arms, and I've saved marriages. So that's how that works out.
1: I love that. Wow. <laughs> did, did your parents ever find the graphic novels? They didn't care, though. You said they were really open, and,
2: and... they they never they never found it. I I didn't. Um, I lived communally, and. Um, there were a lot of times when the children would live in dormitory situations. So it's not like I actually lived with my parents that much. Um, The the commune believed in, um, I wouldn't say isolating, but like child rearing communally. Um, My parents never found it. They wouldn't have freaked out. Had they, Uh, it was not, there was no stigma associated. It was a very neutral. It wasn't like sex was like taboo, but it wasn't bad. And when you raise children neutral without societal baggage laid on their sexuality, I, I really think it changes them for the better. I, I don't know what it would be like to have stigma or shame laid on my sexuality because growing up, that never happened to me once.
1: That's so incredible. And way to go, parents in hippie commune. <laughs> and, and the boots And comics and yeah. comics. And, the, and, kibbutz. Kibbutz. <laughs> and yeah. the kibbutz. It's kind of like yeah. the kibbutz style. So this episode is about, which we've never done before in our... Three and a half years of of recording, almost four years, Amy. Oh my God! Never, we've talked, of course, about strap on sex and pegging a little bit, but let's talk about strap on sex with you, Rain De Grey, because you are an expert. What is strap on sex? Who's doing it? What are they doing? Why might they enjoy it? All the things.
2: I'm so glad you asked. Oh, (laughs) I have some things to say. (laughs) All right. So here's the thing: is that in utero. Uh, We all start out as female, and as we've done more research, we have started to realize that the clitoris, the the clitoral gland, I know I'm sure that you covered it, that there really isn't that much difference between a penis and a clitoris. It's just that for women, most of that uh, tissue is internal. Well, just like people talk endlessly about women's G-spots, oh, the pleasure, the pleasure, Inside a man, his P spot is his G spot. A, a, inside the ass is it's packed full of pleasure. And what I work a lot on is unpacking toxic masculinity, where men are denying themselves pleasure. They're denying themselves incredible amounts of pleasure out of this shame or this fear that to be penetrated makes you weaker or lesser than, or somehow not a man. And when I encounter that, it makes you gay. When I encounter that, I always do my best to unpack it. Because if you are inserting yourself into someone else and your headspace while you're doing it is the person that is receiving being inserted in is weak and not manly and it's humiliating and it's disgraceful and it's gross. That's the mindset that you have in your head when you're penetrating someone else. That just—that <laughs> That is, you think about how incredibly toxic that mindset is. And because you're burdened with that mindset, then you're like, well, I couldn't be penetrated because that wouldn't be humiliating or it'd be weak or I wouldn't be a man or it would be gay uh who is the person penetrating you with fingers tongue toy uh, are they are they female or are they another man and no judgment if it's another man but if it's not another man and you are getting pleasure inside your ass that doesn't make you gay and also like i would counsel them perhaps trying to be less hung up about that but if you can't be realize that receiving pleasure internally anally as a man doesn't make you gay unless you're doing it with another man. <laughs> it's it, There is so much pleasure to be had with strap-on-play uh, of any gender and of any orientation. And it's, I have had men cry on the end of my dick mm-hmm. because they realized for the first time how much pleasure they had been cutting off for years that they had been denying themselves out of some sort of fear that receiving anything internally would make them gay or less of a man. And when they finally would come to me, I used to do uh, pro-doming and would have that experience, they would cry that the pleasure was so overwhelming. And they were like, that's what I've been denying myself for years? That? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, better late than never. You can make up for lost time. But don't ever deny yourself something that doesn't cause you any harm and in fact gives you great pleasure if it's not harming anyone else who gives a fuck about what society says are they in your bedroom are they staring at you are they taking notes no like have fun with it it's your body it's the greatest toy you will ever be given and so many people are afraid to play with it so strap-on play is, can come in a multitude of ways. There's all sorts of ways. You can do harness. You can do a uh, handheld. They have toys that have handles on it. There's a multitude of harnesses out there. You can have little teeny tiny toys. You can have huge monster doorstep. I'll knock you unconscious. <laughs> and there's a, there's a, a different toy for every taste and type. And there's just, a lot of pleasure to be had inside your ass. So unlock it and give yourself that pleasure because you deserve it.
1: Mm,
0: and I would also imagine two things. Number one, there's the person that receives the pleasure. You know, that's the one having the, the doing done to them. You could be an active bottom, of course, too. Um, and I would imagine, too, so this would be a two-part question for you about that. Number one will be about you as a giver, what you feel taking on that role um, and then number two, also I, strap-on play too. We're talking about the aspa. Also, there's and also at pure pleasure. I would think when people would walk in, they see the strap-on section when we had the retail mm-hmm. store, they would actually think of it. I think more commonly, vulva and vulva um as opposed to pegging which is more what you're speaking to so oh, yeah. so so but it's so i guess this is my two-part question one okay. is what do you what do you what do you get out okay. of being the giver and then also yeah. your experience with vulva on vulva strap-on okay yeah
2: I'm okay i'm glad you asked for both of that uh the thing is that i um if you've had princess collie on she can riff in a beautiful way about uh humiliation and humiliation like i i get it as a fetish it's not my thing I have never approached doing strap on play. I don't mean to like cycle back to pegging. I will certainly, um, you know, g- get vulva on vulva. That's, that's actually interesting. I do have a lot to say about that as well. Um, I have never thought, for me, um, a lot of my sexuality is pleasure-based. And it's actually, um, I know it sucks to be me. It's really easy for me to have an orgasm um i can generally have an orgasm in under 30 seconds and i can if i put my back into it probably have 50 a day um i can have an orgasm from being rimmed from having my calves caned from um having my toes sucked on uh i can have an orgasm from having my strap on sucked on i can have an orgasm from strap on fucking someone else um and I, I know that I'm, I, I'm guessing that I'm outside the bell curve in terms of how easy it is for me to reach orgasm. When I'm doing strap on play, it's pleasurable, it's fun. You're playing someone else like a musical instrument, and you're taking them on this journey like a roller coaster ride. It's a dance, and I'll, I come strap on fucking others. That's what I get out of it. But I also um, love seeing someone broke down with pleasure and and taking someone on that journey and seeing just all the just tension just start to leak away and 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 their flesh and their eyes become soft and raw and honest and you're in this vulnerable intimate state and that's beautiful for me that's why I do it and I do get men that are like oh I want you to dom me and humiliate me and I'm a I'm a little sissy and it's so embarrassing and I'm on the end of your cock and I'm just like um that's not how I approach this at all. I, I, I can like, I, I don't even, I don't even offer humiliation with my, with my pleasure play. It's just not my thing. I don't think you could even pay me to be like, Oh, you sissy look at you and those fishnets. You're so gross. Like that's just not my jam. I know that's how some people approach it. Um, I'm very involved in the queer community and the lesbian community. I was born in San Francisco. Um I have certainly done less female on female strap-on well I mean while I have I have found that when I'm with women um we use fingers we use tongues there's a lot of rubbing um but like actually like strapping up a toy and and um fucking another woman's pussy is something I think that because there's so many other options on the table that that's one of the tools, but it tends to not be the only tool that I approach uh, interacting with a female body person with. Or don't get me wrong, I do love it. <laughs> um, but there's something, at least in my fairly extensive experience, with interacting with every gender dynamic orientation and personal representation, where uh, it, it it can be a lot uh, softer and more languid with women. And it's not just, I'm going to put on this toy and like wail away at you. Um, but I've experienced it and under every flavor of the sun. Uh, but, um, I work really hard with men because w- women, I think kind of much more naturally and organically are aware that their entire body is a tool and they're not as specifically g- genital based. Women, I can have an orgasm through hypnotism. (laughs) If I'm hypnotized, you can tell me to have an orgasm and I will instantly have a gushing, genuine, I need to go get a towel orgasm on the spot. And it takes one second. So I do a lot of coaching with men where they're like, well, if my dick doesn't work, there's nothing for me there's, it's a light switch. The dick's on, the dick's off. There's, there's nothing else available for me in terms of my sexuality. And I do a lot of coaching of get your mind out of it just being your dick. If the dick's not hard, there's no sexy times happening. Then that's, that's not at all how sex works, baby. Um, I'm always trying to get people to view sexuality as more like a buffet and that there are so many different meals out there. And once you get yourself out of this locked, like, penis and vagina, you know, one thing goes in a hole and that's it. Once you get yourself out of that mindset, it's amazing what opens up to you in terms of options.
0: What's up, shameless sex fam? Is your sex life important to you? Hmm. What about your relationships and also
1: We give you simple, simple solutions and a framework that you can use. You can customize it to you. Yes, you gives you the tools the right tools for your sex and relationship. So you get what you desire and it's fun. It's playful, right, Amy? We're always playful. It's kind of sexy. And did I mention how easy we make it for you? You have to check out Shameless Sex. Plus the testimonials, they're coming in from everywhere. And this book has helped people just like you recreate and create the sex life of their dreams. So you can do it too. Go to, where are they going, Amy? Shamelesssex.com. Oh, how easy is that? Just go to shamelesssex.com and click on the book, okay? And you can get it however you choose. If You want wanted, hardcover, yeah, audio?
0: Yeah, hardcover? We got you hardly
1: yeah. covered. <laughs> hmm. I love that you have the ability to instantly orgasm. I want that. I know that is incredible. And we should just be like, come now. Yeah. Oh, bam. Okay. <laughs> Get I towel. Towel. <laughs> That's, in, I mean, it's impressive. And it's also, has that. Is that a skill that you were
2: born with? Did you learn that uh, yes. over time? Uh, so here's <laughs> nature versus nurture. I have always been able to orgasm incredibly easily. And I've always been able to have multiple orgasms. And do you know? What stops women from having endless mind melting, gushing, drooling? I'm having an epileptic seizure, I can't walk, walk orgasms. Your mind. Yeah, You're I was going to say the brain. Mine. I yeah. going to say, I The, I'm brain, the, the brain stops you. Yeah. And for me, my brain never got in the way. It, it. It was do you want an instant orgasm? Do you want 50 orgasms? I've done scenes for Kink where I have had so many orgasms, I have vomited and lost consciousness. And they've, <laughs> they've done CPR, they've gotten me a bucket, like, whoop, whoop, whoop like. Oh, my and, God. <laughs> It's like running a marathon. If you have fifty orgasms in sixty minutes, you too will probably vomit and lose consciousness. Oh my Damn. god, that's the first. Like, people, I love some it. Are like,
0: wait, do I actually want that? But uh, I mean, hey. hey, wait. I have one question. I remember seeing you on kink.com. What is? Was it Ultimate Surrender? where the one where if you win, you have to you get fucked by wrestling a wrestling site?
2: Yeah, I <laughs> the wrestling. <I>, <laughs> I did four years and I had to, I ended up being the ref. I had to stop because I uh, cracked a rib. I still have permanent permanent rib injury on my right, uh, right lowest rib. Yes. I did a lot of ultimate surrender.
0: Yeah. Nice. I remember, I think i watched that with you in there and there was something. In the, and then if you, if you win, then you get to fuck someone else with a strap on. Yes. And it was that usually right. another vulva owner, I believe. In there. But you're yes. in a wrestling
2: uh, yes. match um, kind of thing. Oh, <laughs> yeah. If there's ever a time that you do not want to be strapped on, it's when you are sweaty. sweaty, (laughs) Don't have a lick of makeup. You look like a drowned rat. Someone has just spent three rounds kicking your ass and then they're going to fuck you. And you're like, I have never felt less like having sex with you in my entire life. You just kicked my ass. I can hardly move. Everything hurts. And now I have to, I hated losing so much. I hated it. I did. I, I won a lot and I lost some. And let me tell you, you're just like, yeah, that's right. Fine, kick, One, uh, Bella Rossi. I mean, you know, she's, I, most people that I wrestled, there weren't enough wrestlers. So we didn't have like weight classes and I run lean. I always have, I have a lot of endurance. I have a lot of muscle. When you're wrestling someone who has 20 pounds on you, 20 pounds is a lot of weight to shift. And what well, can you, like, we didn't have weight classes. And Bella Rossi did a fireman's uh, lift. She lifted me over her shoulder, tried to walk me out of the wrestling mat, conked my head against the doorframe. I'm mm-hmm. seeing stars. She dragged me into the bathroom. And then she takes a trash can and she dumps it on me. And it wasn't a prop trash can. It was really the trash can. And it was used condoms. I mean, on toys, obviously, it's not full of people's jizz or anything. But it was all condoms off of the set, and people had washed their hands. And she kicked my ass, wonked my head against the door frame. They edited that part out. Threw not stage, but real trash on me, and then fucked me in the bathroom.
1: Where was the ref for this one? Though? <laughs> you know, that, was,
2: the, that was the final round. She won. She won. Uh, was the, that was they. They really put the humiliation in there for the for the uh, for the championship match, the the woman that lost got dragged into the bathroom and she got uh, her head put in the toilet and got it flushed.
1: Oh, well, we got to look that up. I have later. some great yeah. visuals. Oh, yeah. So uh, <laughs> we're going to switch. We're going to switch gears a little bit because hey, you started talking about it. Inter- no, no, no. I, mean, I it's- think that was it's extremely entertaining just I'm to visualize. It. And now I'm like, I want to, they edited the part out that I'm curious about, but <laughs> well, now, you know, behind the scenes, but we know behind the scenes, yeah. but the reason I want to switch gears is because I feel like we've never done an episode, right. On strap on play. And I think that, Perhaps there's a, 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 maybe a large majority of our listeners that are new to strap-on sex. So the question here is, what should they know and uh, how, how, how do,
2: should they get started? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. Yes, this is a very good question. The, the reason that classes and educating yourself on strap-on stuff is a bit more work and is also very important is that there's simply more that comes to it. If you, whether you're inserting something vaginally or anally uh, or orally, there's, you know, the human body is full of holes. You can put things anywhere. Um, Some people get into nose fucking. Um, Who am I to judge? You can do a little... Or you t- 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 uh, tongue fucking someone's nose hole by b- licking people's eyeballs. There's all sorts of things. April's uh, dog does that. That's <laughs> oh, <people> um... really... <laughs> <laughs> though. Oh, wow. Okay, now that might need to be edited out. Lorelai Lee was telling me that she loves having her eyeball licked. And I was like, okay, that's a new one. For... I've never attempted to have anyone uh, lick my eyeball, but like, there is so much pleasure available on the body. When it comes to strap-on play, you simply need more supplies. You need a harness, uh, unless you're going to make one yourself out of rope, but that can be chafy. Lube, trust me, you need lube. You need a lube that your body likes. Preferably, you need a lube that is going to work for you anally, orally, and vaginally. You need um, also a lube that you're not going to react to poorly, that's not going to uh, react poorly with your toy. If you have a lube, um, sometimes a a silicone lube, not all the time, things have changed as we have shifted our formulas. But if you get a silicone lube and you're not entirely sure how it's going to work with a silicone toy, you take a drop of the lube and you rub it just on the base of the toy. And if the silicone itself starts to get a little gummy or tacky, um, you can recognize that it is reacting poorly with the toy. And the best part is if you rub it just slightly enough, and you can see that it's damaging your toy. You can just use the tip of your fingernail to scrape off the bit that went a little gummy and the toy itself will look totally undamaged and no one will ever know. It's a really great spot test. It's like when you dye your hair and they're like, do a swatch test ahead of time. People don't. <laughs> no one takes 45 hours 48 hours ahead of time and does the swatch and lies that you just do it and you hope for the best. So you're pro- people listening probably aren't going to do this with d- silicone lube test and see what happens. But, you know what it takes less time than doing hair swatches so give it a try hmm. uh you're going to want to get the right toy and toys come in such a huge variety of styles and softnesses and colors and shapes some people want really realistic toys some people want their toys to not look at all like a body part some people want it really colorful um the great thing about toys is you can get shapes and angles that hit G spots and P spots in a ways that just the you know the human body isn't doesn't work that way, but there is so much pleasure to be had, and part of the fun is learning and experimenting and is what works for my body. What is it that makes my body the happiest? What works in terms of my body and toys with another person? Sex, really, in the end, sharing any time or intimacy with any other human on this planet comes down to communication. Uh, I'm also a huge believer in black towels. And not rushing things.
1: You say towels? Yeah, towels.
2: Black towels. My friend, if they you are going mess. to have yeah. an ex, if you're going to have a, a vigorous sex life that does involve any sort of uh, anal play or even indeed black towels are the way to go. They're your friend. Brown towels are a little too on the nose. <laughs> <laughs> white towels, of white can, towels. Kind of take, can take you out of headspace you lay down a black towel, you get a nice scented candle going, you get some tunes, you get a lot of lube, you turn off the devices, you lock that front door, and you get to know this other person in front of you that is putting life aside for a moment. And the two of you are going to go hang out on an island of magic, covered in black towels, and have some fun.
0: Mm. I'm going to do a couple uh, plugs here for that because I, I mean I love it that you said because I think one thing is uh, us being able to, especially as the receiver, being able to relax and feel safe. And a lot of people get in their heads, what if I make a mess? So uh, setting up the scene before so you can chill out about that and then communicating with your partner or partners about like, you know, what if poop happens? If you're doing the anal, if you're not doing the anal, like what if I squirt? You know, what if there's all these uh, fluids? The and- fascinator. Yeah. So that was one thing. It was the yeah. um, the fascinator throw. It's a liberator product, but we sell it at purepleasureshop.com. And y'all get 15% off with coupon code sex. Um, so that's, and you can get it in black. Um, and then also talking about, you know, dildos and harnesses. Again, we have a whole bunch of awesome dildos at purepleasureshop.com and you get that same discount. And
1: you can fuck a rainbow.
0: You can fuck a rainbow if you want. We have, and I know that rain, you're a fan of Tantus. We have Tantus products there too. I also like fun factories, silicone products that they make. I think it's just a great silicone. Yeah, they have a harnessless great.
1: one. You can wear it without a harness to yeah. share but, vibe. And, yeah. And same one with that the, vibrates. One and that same doesn't. with
0: Tantus as the Fieldo. Oh yeah. The Fieldo. fieldo. Yeah. That was a, the double. OG. We used
1: to sell the shit out of or
0: vaginally yeah. and then you can you have you penetrate it you have a, you have it's a double double so you also have a dick um and then that and maybe I don't know if you want to talk but because uh, my other question is going to be my understanding right, so if I'm having sex with a homegrown cock. It has Mm -hmm. a lot more room to give. It's kind of soft and spongy. Mm -hmm. Um, And, but if I'm having sex with a dildo, all of a sudden it's more firm. And a lot of people automatically think bigger is better. And I know that we can stretch and expand, but um, what is your advice for people who's trying to find, you know, the right dildo. They're new, we're taking a new person. I'm new, trying to find the right dildo for strap-on sex, what you got? Okay, time for a quick break. This podcast was made possible by UberLube. It's a luxurious silicone lubricant that enhances sex and intimacy. We receive emails from listeners who have tried UberLube and the feedback is unanimous. We never knew lube could be this good. It's also less likely to throw off the pH than most other lubes. And there are thousands of doctors recommending
1: UberLube to their patients, whether they want to make their hot sex even hotter or for folks experiencing dryness. Uberlube Lube is without a doubt my favorite lube. It has no flavor, no scent, and feels absolutely amazing on my body. And it isn't just for sex. I use it to tame my hair frizzies, to prevent chafing, and I even put some in my mouth before an oral sex session. Totally ups my blowjob game. Oh, and the bottle, it's beautiful. It looks like a cosmetic product. So I just leave it out on my nightstand totally shamelessly. To learn why we think it's the best lube on the planet, check out uberlube.com and use code SHAMELESSSEX for 10% off plus free shipping. Again, that's uberlube.com and use code SHAMELESSSEX for 10% off and free shipping. Go check it out. Now back to the show.
2: This is honestly the most important choice you're going to make when it comes to strap on sex above and beyond lube and harnesses and, and fascinator throws and, and, and liberator wedges. There's the most important thing in this equation is the toy. I uh, am an anti-size queen. I have no problem saying that. Uh, I say it all of the time. People don't believe me. They think I'm lying. Uh, There are 10 loudmouth size queens running around saying that they need to be fucked by King Kong. And the rest of us are like five and a half inches and I'm happy. Uh, Your eyes are bigger than your holes. And I have countless times you go into a store and you're like, that seems reasonable. And you get it home and you're like, I can't climb that mountain. That's not going to happen. Um, I, as a personal preference, and I know that not everyone operates this way, I like my toys to be as close as possible to bio flesh as I can get. I don't really do the rainbows. I like flesh toned. I like it to look like me. I want it to be as soft and realistic. You can do dual skin uh, density in terms of toys. Uh, Tantus has this amazing product called the Atom. It feels so much like a real dick. It would blow your mind. Uh, Vickskin does really good realistic. You have a so, you have a firmer inner core and then a, a softer, more flesh like outer layer of silicone. Dual density is the way to go. Do not scrimp on sex toys. Don't do it. You're going to be unhappy. I know you're just starting out. You're going to the store. You're like that one's pretty and it's only twenty five bucks. What could possibly go wrong? Don't do it. You're not going to get your $25 worth. I'm speaking from bitter experience where I went to ye old local sex shop and I walked in, I'll take that harness, that cheap, painful, uncomfortable, cutty harness, and I'll take that toy that turns out is so hard I could pound nails with it. And I'm going to go jam this inside someone. Neither of us are getting much out of it. Or I'm going to spend $150 on a proper harness and $130 on a toy. And before you look at it, you do the lube, the toy, the harness. I've easily spent $500 for a handful. And you're like, that's too steep. Well, I I, I say that pleasure is worth it. And I say that the money invested in proper quality sex toys, you're going to get your money's worth. Whereas if you're trying to just wedge a $25 hard piece of plastic inside someone's holes, nobody's having fun. It It is honestly worth the time to do the research and to get something high quality. There's reviews everywhere. You can see photos. Uh, a lot of stores will have like a, you can a test or you can kind of see the give of the toy. I vote smaller and softer. i know what what do you mean smaller and softer for penis shaped things why don't you always want bigger and harder not me baby um smaller and softer is my jam that's a that's a personal preference um you can always go bigger but there's nothing more discouraging than paying not enough money for a cheap toy and getting it home and it's too big and it's hard and it hurts and then
1: with and with harnesses are really important too cuz you mentioned comfort which
2: yes right
1: like if you w- buy an uncomfortable pair of shoes and go on a hike you're going to get blisters it's and it's going
2: to hurt so it, it... I actually use fuck shorts and oh. one of my key components for how I do off-camera sexuality nothing you see on camera is realistic it's not it's edited it's cut it's carefully lit people are in ridiculous outfits P- porn stars don't bang like that at home and when you see these harnesses they uh, a lot of the times harnesses in photos and in videos they don't give a lot of support it's just a couple you know small black bands and really what it is is to showcase the ass is to have the the, the labia free is to be like oh, and it's like sure thing you are banging someone in thigh high stockings six inch heels a corset And the world's tiniest strap of of a harness, like just digging into your outer labia. There's nothing about that that's comfortable, but they're actors and they're being paid to create this unrealistic scene. At home, I want a thick cloth. Do not get leather. Don't, don't, don't do it. I'm telling you right now do fun not really fun to clean really
1: it. fun
2: it's true and my first harness was uh, well not the very first one was this horrible uncomfortable strap agony that uh should be set on fire and never spoken of again but the second one was leather and I'm like oh it was expensive you cannot clean or sterilize leather even if you're fluid bonded which means that you're sharing your your fluid with one other person if you are monogamous and fluid bonded and that leather harness is only used with your partner for the next 40 years you can't get that leather clean it's just (laughs) I want a cloth comfortable harness I want something that I can use for a really long time without getting chafed and I actually take booty shorts and I, I put my booty shorts under because of how much I don't like chafing now for some people they're like well if you're wearing booty shorts or boy shorts it, like I uh, did I you don't have access to your holes um that's true but I can remove them and the toy if you want to switch things or if you want to finger me but I'm not going to be able to have my head in proper space if the entire time I'm chafing and uncomfortable I also use a lot of lube and I have a fairly prominent pubic bone and I'm completely clean shaven so there's not a lot of padding And if I just don't, if I'm drowning in lube and I've got like this toy and it's like slamming against my freshly shaved, prominent pubic bone, I'm going to get rashy and uh, I don't have a thing for rashes. So I will, I will go so far, and this is my privilege because it's so easy for me to come. Like I can very easily come from strap on play. Um, I'll go so far as to take one of those soft, fluffy, comfortable, you know, booty socks and I'll shove it down the front of my of my boy shorts, and then I'll strap up, and that just provides me with a cushion and a base. As I did sexy times, I'm getting the fluffy socks, I'm about to shove it down my underwear. You know it's on. Mm-hmm. Uh, that allows me to do uh, extended vigorous banging, which is my personal preference. I'm not so much of a romance and a a uh, sweet lovemaker as much as I want to tattoo my initials inside you, but <laughs> it to have a sock down the front of my fuck shorts in order to do that properly without ending up all rationally.
0: I love that. I'm gonna tattoo my my initials inside of you. And when you talk about fuck shorts, one of the brands that I've been a big fan of was a, the spare parts uh, line that they do. Because you're speaking to, like, let's make it machine washable. We're getting a whole bunch of fluids all over this thing. And I and I when I've I've done some work for spare parts in the past, I've worn the harnesses. I've done some strap on play, not a ton with the spare parts. I specifically wear their thong harness. I've watched you gonna, do
1: product trainings and be like, okay, okay strap on am putting the strap on. But but the you know, and the the shorts weren't
0: really my jam personally I because I was looking for something that was that was a more femme thing so I went for the more femme harness but the shorts are one of their top sellers and it's it's called tomboy with an I at the end and they have their the brief shorts but they also mm-hmm. have a tomboy too which is the longer actual like it goes longer on your legs and mm. Um, and they have a really nice hold. But the, so that, you know, when you're looking for a harness, my understanding is you want it to do three things. You want to, one, look good on your body so that you feel good in it. Two, be comfortable. And then three, actually hold the dildo in place. And mm-hmm. a lot of these other harnesses on the market, they're giving you, you know, one or two of those things. And so, or it may, so it might be really comfortable, but it looks terrible or it looks really hot, but the dildo is flopping all over the place. So, and and I and I do think, you know, you can, you can try it. maybe if you want to just i don't know if i like and but maybe i'll invest in just the thirty dollar harness to see how it is that's right. fine that's not going to be your forever harness no. though if you're really into it your forever harness is something that is made of high quality
2: that it will probably right. still cost you seventy dollars or more animal no, years and it will be totally worth there's nothing worse than you're banging someone and halfway through it your dick falls off <laughs> it really does kind of take the magic out of the moment I love spare parts harnesses, and the truth is, I was introduced to it while teaching a class at Pure Pleasure. Mm -hmm. And a spare parts harness rep was there and said, "Uh, "Do you want to demonstrate this?" And I looked it over, and I was, I'm like, I'm not committing because I'm not going to advocate for anything I don't believe in. I looked over the harness, and I was like, "Oh my god, (laughs) yes, yes, I will incorporate in this class tonight." And since then that was a very smart move on spare parts yeah. because i don't have a problem but i have bought uh, a- another four spare parts harnesses <laughs> since I so i I'm, I'm 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 rapidly uh since i got introduced at that pure pleasures class uh i've invested almost a $1000 <laughs> yeah. i'm like okay rain you don't need any more spare parts but maybe you don't know they're because the thing is if I'm if one gets grungy or dirty you pop it in the washing machine and you get a second one I'll have multiple harnesses laid out with uh, multiple toys locked and loaded ready to go take one out you can upgrade you can downsize if things get a little messy um I've invested so, so many hundreds of dollars in spare parts. We you sponsored yeah. by them. Yeah. Damn. Well,
1: <laughs> I think those are great messages. Though, spend the money, y'all, especially if you are wanting to have a quality experience uh, for you yourself and for the receiver in this in this situation. I think Rain had some amazing suggestions and. Uh, and, and I don't want you to go, Rain. You're so entertaining and you have so much incredible information to share. I know you're an educator. I know you also, I believe you have a podcast too. I know you do uh, lots of different classes. And and will you t- tell people out there that want to find you and work with you? How can they find
2: Rain i Gray? Thank you. Uh, everything that I do can be found on raindegray.com. I do the Dirty Talk podcast. I do the Dirty Talk advice column. I um, When is this episode being released?
0: I think we're doing, uh, this is on the, the 9th of February, so right before Valentine's Day 2021.
2: Okay, so I won't be able to promote the game show or my rough play class for Boundless, but on February 18th, I am teaching my introvert for Kingsters class for kink.com uh so that is my next class that's coming up uh if you want to check out the podcast the advice column um any of my future classes that are coming up just go on over to dot and my schedule's there and all of my postings and rain degree is
0: r-a-i-n-d-e-g-r-e-y.com and you can go find all of rain's and your instagram
1: offers. is really hot too oh yeah, go follow i checked rain it on on out too. i was like
2: yeah, yeah. i'm you know I haven't left my house in 8 months and those are all a camera pit I have my uh, my cell phone I oh, just well I'm just great. a great job yeah, way to go wow. I just take I just take my cell phone on a tripod and I get a remote control bapper and I play dress up at 2 in the morning because Ooh.
0: It's, uh, that's, it's hot that's, dress up is looking real hot during COVID for you so <laughs> go check you. it I'm, out everyone
2: I'm, I'm very i'm very uh, uh almost compulsively creative and i'm not doing i don't do well unless i'm doing something and uh upping my photography game is what i've been working on among many other things i also wrote a book oh, um,
1: uh-oh. is it it's out? Not,
2: it's it it has to <laughs> i've written an entire novel which i've never done before uh but it's no big deal <laughs> just I just wrote a novel <laughs> well that's well funny. but there's a difference between I've written the novel and it's like I, I've never written a novel before so it's 17th draft 18th draft you know you've you've you add characters you're increasing your dialogue you're changing your descriptions but I was like what am I going to do during COVID and uh so I I wrote a uh, my first fiction book and I'm oh. trying to I have a, a couple readers out there that are willing to check it out I just keep um, adding characters and improving. You know, when you like, you look at something and you walk away and you come back a week later, you're like, I can make it better. Yeah, Uh, yeah. you're in that. So yeah, that's that's what I've been doing is teaching classes and doing the podcast, doing the advice column, doing education, and taking a lot of selfies in my basement at two in the morning. (laughs)
1: And sharing all of your wisdom with the shameless shameless sex revolutionaries out there who will definitely appreciate all of this info. So thank you, Rain. Go check out all Rain's offerings, everyone. And... If you haven't done so already, I'll say it again. I'll say it one more time. Go try on some strap-on play and grab yourself a glass of vino. Why? Because Amy and I love vino just as much as hopefully you all. Maybe rain does. Maybe maybe you don't. But We love sober people, too. We You're love cool. sober people, You're too. Cool. But yeah. this could be a good gift. So go to marginswine.com because Megan Bell is the vintner. She's an incredible winemaker. It's actually locally grown grapes, most of which are in Santa Cruz area. So you can taste a little bit of our home. In your mouth. So you can also save some moolah if you go to marginswine.com, sign up for the newsletter. Only two releases a year, y'all. Use the code Shameless Sex 10 to get 10% off three or more bottles. But if you want to go big, you can save 15% with the code Shameless Sex 15 on six or more bottles. This will be on our website. Go check that out. Go check Rain's offerings out. Thank you. Thank you, Rain, so much. And thank you to all of our Shameless Sex listeners. We love you. I'm going to do one more invitation to go onto iTunes and give us five stars, y'all. We read every single one. Show us your love. All right. And your harness and your strap-on sex. <laughs>
0: oh, you're going to get a lot Ooh. of things in your inbox and on Instagram now. All right. <laughs> we'll
1: see you next Tuesday, everybody. Ciao for now. Want to learn more? Go to shamelesssex.com.
0: And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use code shamelesssex at purepleasureshop.com.